always good to find dolls. Okay, so I was recording something and my alarm went off. Um, I have alarms set for, because a lot of y'all know I trade. I'm already done trading and um, by 1030 I need to be done. So that one just went off and I decided I'm just going to start over from, from the bottom. I do have the intention of doing an oracle. Um, right now it's 1025. And then one of the content creators I like to follow, she's coming on at 1130. And um, I had bought a stepper and I couldn't quite assemble it. So my dad took care of that for me. And so be, that's part of the reason I started going to the park. So I would just go to the park and go up and down the stairs or walk around there. But now that that's working, I feel like having a lazy day. I still like going to the park. And um, here's here's kind of like what's important too. Um, I've been, I'm not sure what I'm going to title this, but I know I want to talk a little bit about masculine energy. I have the Gods and Titans Oracle deck here. And I also wanted to go over my personal development class that I that I took yesterday and highlight some of the words that are masculine in structure. So one of the things I've been asking myself is, how how can I add more structure to my life? How can I have a system? System is can be used as the acronym for save yourself time and money, right? And um I was thinking about it this morning and I'm like, wow, I went from being super like having to work out of my masculine energy for years and I wasn't so intentional about tapping into my femininity. Um, but now that I'm trying to tap back in and take advantage of the masculine energy that's going on around us and like swim with the flow, um... I'm asking myself, how can I set, how can I put more structure into my life, right? And I talked about how, uh, like, uh, men compartmentalize everything, right? We get structure and order out of them, and women are the flow. And so it's like, how can I take the creative things that I have going on in my life and put them into a way that I can be more organized? And yes, note taking is is one way, but also. Um, a lot of you know, like even for the oracles, I would just do them at a random time and place. But then I started to look at my schedule and I was like, you know what? Um, the same way when I go to the to the park and they have these workout stations and I do have a, a gym membership, but I, I kind of want to be in shape before I get there. I know it's counterintuitive or backwards, but whatever. So um, I want to do... Um, Arms on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and legs on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so it made me start to think about like, well, how can I add structure to other parts of my life? And so um, I was like, I wanted to do an oracle yesterday, but when I got around to it, I'm like, this is not practical because I'm not going to have enough time. And then I realized like, wait a minute, you have your days that ha are saturated with meetings. So on Mondays, Wednesdays, Mondays and Wednesdays, and I have one meeting on Thursday. I can work around that. So I can do my oracles on Tuesdays and Thursdays. <coughs> right? And so now I'm starting to have structure and I can also work on my book on Tuesdays and Thursdays, right? Any books or anything that I want to, um, that I need more time for. Um, I, I have it set up that I can go work out after I'm done trading. So I have 
provided structure for myself, right? We're talking about how to have practical use of fem- of masculine energy in Age of Aquarius. So I hope that that kind of helps you a little bit. So let's do the, my training notes from yesterday. And then I'm going to do try to do an oracle. Um, I want to pull from the um, Gods and Titans. So here was something that was so cool. Remember I've been talking about how Age of Aquarius is kind of like... It has... Um, I think that we don't celebrate all of the good things that Age of Pisces brought us. That being said, one of the lower vibrational aspects of Pisces is that they're like, they can tend to be perpetual victims, right? And when I started to look at, uh, the same way I started to ask myself questions like, oh my gosh, what have we been saying we're victims about during the age of Pisces? And in the personal development class, he was talking about how we need to make peace with our past. And I think that this is a great um, something for us to consider. Hey, what as we're reflecting on where we're coming from and where we're going, what are the things that we're, you know, that we haven't made peace with? I know you can probably think of some of mine. <laughs> and so at this point, at this point in time, I don't have to repeat them, right? But there are things that I just need to make peace with, right? Um, and make that deciding, uh, make that decision not to read our chapters backwards, right? We're in a new, it's a new day, it's a new dawn, and I'm feeling good, right? Um, here's another thing that he said that I thought was interesting. So he said, you know, I learned to worry from my mom. And one of the things with with uh, males, and again, I think that it's not my messages are not geared towards men, but I could see where it could be of benefit. So just take it for what it is. But my content is more so for women. So let's just keep going. So it says um, he learned to worry from his mom. But one of the things the the lower vibrational aspects or traits about masculine energy is that. They um, operate more out of lack versus women tend to worry out of, I mean, operate out of abundance. And so here you have this imbalance where, you know, we talk a lot about how women have become more masculinized, right? And part of the reason that they're tapping into that lower vibration of worry is because they're not, you know, they're counting on somebody else to be their bread and butter. They're counting on other people to lead the path for them to be head of household. Um, and we're so dependent on them that, and they haven't proven to be stable. So it just creates a lot of uncertainty. And now it puts you into lack, right? So for masculines, it's kind of like, how do I move out of lack into abundance mindset, right? Part of the reason they're so cutthroat when they're in business with each other is because they feel like they have to um, take advantage of the full market, right? Like they have to get, uh, uh, was it yesterday or two days ago, there was a Life magazine from the 1950s that was talking about how the birth of those children would be enough for like two decades worth of um, orders, you know? So if you were in the sector for like diapers, formula, baby clothes, baby toys, you would have, you know, enough to fill for the next 20 years. And um, 
And so when you think about how these competitive businesses work, they will become cutthroat to where they try to take each other out of business. But the way things are right now, you can reach people on a global scale, right? And so not only did she, was she not able to operate out of her femininity um, because she was more in her masculine, which is like worried about lack versus tapping into her abundance. Um, that was kind of interesting to me too. Another thing he talked about was pruning your energy, right? Removing the dead limbs. That is very like masculine energy, right? So the feminine part of you is going to want to be like, keep, you know, the tree pretty and, you know, not necessarily like cut it up or chop it and just let it grow free and roam. And, but the masculine part is actually getting up and investigating it, analyzing it and taking action to cut away what no longer serves you, right? Being proactive about that. So as we're making peace with our past, let's let's cut away what no longer serves us, right? Even right now, I'm going through the process of like, I'm paying attention to who I want to keep um, in my, um, you know, subscribe to and who I'm probably just going to remove. And, and it's not that, you know, it, and it was so cool because when I started to talk about the life stages, it was so therapeutic for me myself too, because I was like, oh, wait a minute, maybe there are some other stuff that I've been holding on from since I was dating and single. And um, they were geared towards like relationships and marriage and children and that type of thing. And I'm not in that stage anymore. So gives me a t- chance to just cut away what no longer serves me, right? Another, um, and it was so cool because I'm listening to him and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Age of Aquarius. That aligns with the Age of Aquarius. And um, at the beginning of the first podcast that I didn't upload because my timer went off, I wanted to say this. I don't want us to be limited. I want us to have like parameters for us to understand. So it was so cool when I was listening to him. I'm like, yep, that that that's in alignment with Age of Aquarius. Age of Aquarius. He's not talking to me in those senses, but I wanted to make sure too, like even though I'm talking to you in that way, that like let's not limit it, right? I don't want you to feel confined at all. Um, so another theme that he talked about that is definitely I feel like an, an alignment with Age of Aquarius is taking control of your mind, right? The feminine uh, energy it can be chaotic. It can be um, the unknown, right? I talk about how masculine is one plus one equals two. And in my opinion, right? And feminine is one plus one equals three because we have this unknown element, the creative expression that hasn't been brought into into focus yet or, you know, brought into material or tangible results yet. So it's like, you know, women are about flow, And so how do we create structure? How do we take control of our mind? And this is so cool because he talks, oh my gosh, yeah. I can almost tell his outline because I thought this was later in the, I thought this would be later in the, but no, it's right here. So we were talking about taking control of your mind. How do you do that? How do you organize and structure your thoughts? Okay. He said the top 20%. Think about what they're thinking about. 
You might want to write that down in your journal somewhere, right? The top 20% think about what they're thinking about. And that's that that is a feminine and masculine, like very dual, dualistic, very much so, because we women like we are the brain space, like thinking. You know, but the way that we think is different. It's very much right brain meets left brain because it's one thing, like just the same way that our brains are broken up into the the left and right hemisphere. Let me get a little bit more comfortable here. (laughs) It's like I'm literally sitting in my temple, y'all. So it's the, 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 the... the right side of the brain is like you're cre- like you can just let your thoughts roam and you can be thinking about this one second, this another second, that another second, you know, and and it if you allow yourself to you you can go through a whole range of emotions. And so it's kind of like proactively activating the positive side of your left brain, which is going to be like what, you know, why did I think that? Am I going to entertain that thought? Am I going to build on that thought? What do I keep? What do I discard? And how do we like take control of our mind, right? How do we um, harness the energy? And so he says, you will realize that you have certain thought patterns, right? And I know that that's really good for me now that I'm trading and stuff like that. I have to pay attention to like, Am I panicking? Am I just doing stuff because people are doing stuff? Am I second guessing myself? Do I have fear? Do I have doubt? Do I need to increase my confidence in a certain area or make sure that I understand things, right? Um, Sometimes I have thoughts about like, oh my gosh, I know I'm I'm making it right now, but am I going to make it in 20 years? And it's like, girl, take one day at a time. And in 20 years, we'll see where you are in 20 years, but just chill, like relax. And um, that's something I've had to learn too. Um, and then another thing I wanted to talk about, I'm looking through the notes. Oh, okay. So this is one of my favorite, con- um, like personal development trainers. And like la- two weeks ago, he talked about aggressive and I'll be honest with you. Like it kind of made me feel a little bit uncomfortable. This is before I found out that Aquarius is like masculine energy, and um and right after I found heard him talk about the um aggressive person, and bless his heart, it's an older gentleman, so I think he meant assertive. So this one is gonna make you laugh when I tell you this other one, this other word that he used today. So um then I heard one of the content creators talk about like the savage feminine, right? And I was like, oh, I'm gonna get eaten alive, y'all. And then. I heard about the age of Aquarius being masculine. And I'm like, oh my gosh, completely flipped me on my head. Because I thought that with Aquarius being the water bearer sign, I thought it was feminine. That's how I've always seen it. And I'm still learning. Made me want to kind of like, uh, so I'm starting to take notes on even my esoteric and metaphysical stuff. I'm starting to write and journal on that. So that has been really cool. That is definitely... I think journaling can be masculine and feminine. Um, it allows me to add structure and keep my thoughts in a certain place. But at the same time, it, it's putting together thoughts and ideas. And So he said, you have to have arrogance. <laughs> and 
so I put it, but I'm like, I think what he meant was confidence, right? But this is a masculine talking to us, right? So he'll use the words like aggressive and the words like arrogance. But the part that makes us maybe feel warm and fuzzy inside is like assertive and confidence, right? But it made me think about us divine feminines in Age of Aquarius, like, we're like me, I'm my, 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 um, Trinity. I've said this before, but for those of you who are relatively new, I, I have, um, my Trinity are all feminine traits, right? So I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to deal with this masculine energy? How do I leverage it? I don't want to be afraid of it. Um, I have said this before. I don't have the desire to be around like masculine women, you know, because they really, truly can be cutthroat. Um, I don't like the energy. I've said it before. I don't know that I will ever, um, you know. Um, and my whole approach to that is the same thing with men. If you don't step on my toes, I won't step on yours. Um, and my... Like, it's kind of funny, but we'll get back on topic. Like, I, I'm i not going to come for your juggler, but I will probably mess up your pocketbook. Like, and I'm petty for it, and I'm good for it. Like, it, I'll choose violence in the most nonviolent way. <laughs> Just sharpening my nails as I'm, like, planning how this will unfold. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to be sudden or immediate. Nah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, Wait in the cut. Don't mess with me. So, I mean, that that's just how I plan to deal with, like, aggressive or, you know, cutthroat women. But, um, so, but he talks about how it's important to us to be confident, right? So, age of Pisces, we could have probably been a little bit more, um, allowed ourselves to get pushed over, you know, um, when you think of the Pisces, it's kind of like it goes with the flow with the water, but they have the two fish going in different directions. And we really can just, you know, if you think of fish in water, we're just go with the ocean and whatever, what have you. But I feel like with um, us women, because we were in a passive and you had some men that were kind of riding that passive wave to their own detriment, too, Um you you didn't if you were in the back seat you can't really have confidence of where the driver is taking you like yeah you punch it in the gps yeah you tell the uber or is it uber yo uber or lyft where to take you but in your heart of hearts like there's always that question like am i gonna get there or do i have what it takes you know or if you're working for someone else and we're talking about you taking on becoming more active in carving out your own path in your own journey. You can start to second guess your confidence, right? And I think especially when I start to look back at for us women, I'm like, how the hell did we get so gaslighted that we get gaslighted for being the mom who stayed the mom who poured so much into our children for um the way that we show up in love for those of us that are high vibrational right for being homeowners and and um 
getting our educations, right? And asserting ourselves. How did we get to a stage where we can end up feeling so demoralized? And I think that with both men and women, we can learn to have more confidence, like pride in who we are. It doesn't mean that we have to tear down other people's castles, but sometimes you got to have to look in the mirror and be like, I am a bad bee, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, So I thought that was so interesting when he said that. Um, let's see what other A word he comes up with next week or, or like in two weeks and stuff like that. But have some arrogance about you in his words, in his masculine, you know, um, framework. And I'll say have more confidence, right? I remember, um, those, those guys that when we were in, uh, high school, um, like the cocky guy right um that's that's masculine energy like and then for women it's kind of like we walk around like our itch don't stink right um but yeah it's it's good to i think it it's good to balance out the energy because especially if you're coming from it's going to be an interesting um swing on the on the pendulum because you're going to go from second guessing yourself, being a perpetual victim to having confidence. And you don't, you know, you don't want to become. Uh... I actually think arrogant is 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 lower vibrational. But again, I understood what he was saying. Arrogant is like when you're just like out of control, like we can actually just look up the word real quick. Let me just type in arrogant versus um Arrogant. Y'all, I had the best sandwich versus confident. Here we go. We're about, I'm about to tell you right now, okay? So confident people are open to external opinions and ideas. Okay, and that's so open to external um, opinions and ideas. That's uh, feminine and masculine at the same time. Kind of like if I don't want to get too graphic, but if instead of us generating the thoughts and ideas, we're open to external opinions and ideas. But opinions and ideas are kind of... It can be feminine and masculine at the same time. It just depends, like, are you thinking out of a creative space or are you thinking out of a logical, rational space? So it says they are secure in themselves so they can receive input from others. Now, that is the feminine component, right? Being able to receive input from other people. And actually, when you think about men, it's so funny because they don't like to... um, get advice. I, I, um, and talking about how we gaslight ourselves, but it just is what it is. I I think that when I have to report back to divine mother about how relationships are here on earth, it is really sad because, um, there's so much misunderstanding between the genders. Um, and, and I'm not, I'm not here to try to fix that. I don't think that's my thing. I'm more of like an Athena disciple, goddess Athena's, where it's like, I'm just focusing on strategy and war. That's it. You know, um, whereas like Venus is like studying, um, love and fertility and relationships and stuff like that. Right. But it says, um, so for men, like, how do you balance out the masculine energy, you know? And so, um, when the yin, the yang, you need that little, for the males, you need that little bit of inspiration and that little bit of feminine. And that little part of feminine that you can use is being receptive to input 
right? Being confident enough to receive input from other people. Um, It says arrogant people believe they know it all and refuse to accept help. Mm, Now that is freaking deep, y'all. That is freaking deep. Let me kind of try to push through this a little bit. So it says they have an exaggerated, that's a good way of putting it, exaggerated sense of their abilities so they cannot see that they benefit from the advice of others. Um, that is so deep because, um, I remember I talked about, you can go from one side of the pendulum to the other, just about as quick as you want to, or as, as quickly as your energy, your mind will allow you to take on this concept, I feel like. But yeah, so going from like second guessing yourself to like walking into your confidence versus like, if you're just out here with an exaggerated sense of what you're capable of doing, then yeah, now you're going, now you're um, stepping on being cocky and arrogant, right? And so you want to be in the middle when it comes to this. You want to be confident. How do you, I've talked about this before. How do you develop confidence the same way you overcome your fears? The more you study, the more you develop self-mastery. Age of Aquarius is perfect for, for mastery, right? Putting in those 10 hours, 10,000 hours. Whew, I wish it was 10 hours, child. 10,000 hours of working at your craft, understanding it, understanding it, overstanding it, right? Um, This one says, how can you be confident without arrogance? It says, true self-confidence is not arrogance. Excuse me, it is a quiet assurance that you can handle whatever comes your way. And again, there's that, that balance between feminine and masculine, like quiet assurance that's like in your inner womb space. Like sometimes it can feel like butterflies and sometimes you can just feel like feeling like, oh, I got this. I got it. I got you, boo. Like, what's good? You know what I'm saying? But that's that quiet assurance. Whereas I think with uh, arrogance or cockiness is loud. So loud and proud and everybody has to know. And that has its time and place. That definitely has its time and place. But true confidence and this is so funny because we can better identify it in each other right whether you're male or female like am I dealing with another confident woman or am I dealing with the woman that's really just arrogant not open to ideas and doesn't want to hear things you know um and it's so funny because in my own way I have my own power not the most this is the most talking I do throughout my days. And a lot of times it's the first time I am talking outside of like texting, like I'll talk, you know, text my friends or family and stuff like that. But I do like that about myself. Like I'm just that quiet chick that's just sitting there. And I think part of my saving grace is I will listen. I will listen to what people have to say. Um, But in my heart of hearts and in my gut of guts, it's kind of like, you know, now, that being said, like, how do we know that we can tr- handle whatever comes your way? That confidence is like tapping into your abundance, tapping into that we have an endless supply of whatever it is that we need and whatever it is that we want, right? It says it comes with self-awareness and knowing that your intrinsic value, ooh, I love that, intrinsic value isn't based on your external circumstances. Now, this is so interesting because we've been talking a little bit and y'all, I did go off the deep end. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I did go off the rails um, because, you know, and and, and so I, I hedged the trend, you know, hedged or pruned or trimmed the hedges 
of what wasn't serving me anymore because I was still, like I said, the content creator was kind of like, they're talking about families, but I don't even, it's not even that I have a problem talking about families or relationships. I just felt like the way that it was being described, it was just like, it did not match how I perceived myself. But um, uh, a lot of you know that I just really took um, issue with them saying like, oh, well, you're not contributing to society because you don't have children, right? And so it's this whole idea of like knowing what your intrinsic value is, even if it's not based on external circumstances. So I still have the value of a woman. And I think that that's, that's something a lot of women have to figure out. Matter of fact, there was um this new person I subscribed to yesterday. Oh my gosh, what is her name? It's not coming to me right now, but I will be mentioning her in the future. She's a Scorpio rising. And it's so funny because as much as I think I'm Scorpionic in my energy, because it's Scorpio's my son, she is actually way, way, way more Scorpionic than I am. Um, um, and, and I was just looking at her, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is the embodiment of like, <laughs> you know, type of a thing. And so... um. She t- she has a lot of uh, Plutonic energy. Um, Pluto rules Scorpio, so that rules birth, de- um, rebirth, right? So death, rebirth, transformation, chaos, sexuality, power, money, okay? But she was talking about how um, there are three stages of the, of the feminine. And the first phase, she called it kind of like the whole phase, but I think it's kind of like where you explore, where you're curious. At. And she even talked about like Lilith, which is so interesting because these are my words, not so much hers. It's like you can have the Eve exploration and Lilith exploration. So Eve kind of like just staying in her confines, but definitely tasting that, tasting from the tree of the of good and knowledge and evil. Um. What, a tree of knowledge and evil? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Good and evil knowledge. Wait, uh, it's good and evil, right? Yeah. And then with Lilith, where she was just outright rebellion, right? But so she said like the whole phase, but I feel like it, it, another way of looking at it could be like that exploratory phase, curiosity, right? Your second phase is where you start to step into your power and understand your feminine essence and um the curiosity will help to feed into your stepping into your power and then the third phase she said is where you step into your nurturing role where that's where you become um a sister i mean a sister a a a wife or a uh or a mother and so the phase, it was so cool to hear her talk about that. But I feel like that's the stage I'm in right now, which is number two, which is, um, and she said that you can, some people will choose to go skip over one and two and do um, the children first and then work their way backwards. And there's no wrong way to do it. It's just going to, it's just going to have like different, um, what was the word that she used? Because <sighs> she wrote, she said it so beautifully um it will just appear differently in your life right obviously it'll be modified basically so um i obviously i say all that to say like when you say that somebody doesn't have value unless they um have children 
you're still going to have to figure out what is your value outside of those external circumstances, outside of you having children. What is your intrinsic value as a woman? Because it's so much more, it supersedes being able to have children. Because then now you get into these conversations that people come to earth and they're not able to have children. So, I mean, unless you want to kind of um, say that they're cursed, you know, like God sent them here, God or divine source sent them here cursed, and it's kind of like karmic energy that they have to purge themselves from. And so she will never be able to step into her true intrinsic value. Um, and it, it's kind of like a punishment type of a thing, right? Um, or if you, you know, what are your intrinsic values before you get married or after you, you know, that is still going to matter when those external circumstances of being a wife and being somebody's mother are stripped away who are you truly on the inside what is your uh what are you made up of right so it says you don't need to put others down to feel good about yourself so that's kind of like not having to tear down other people's castles let me see so we're at the 30 minute mark let me just kind of skim here real quick um oh this one was so good you know what We'll come back and do another podcast. Let me, um, you hear all my crayons <laughs> in the background? Let me do this. Let me, um, let me, we'll, we'll come back and do this one. Cause this one is really, really good. Um, especially talking about leadership. Let me see how it's okay. Um, it's oh yeah 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 okay let's let's come back because there were some other stuff and how am I doing on time so I might be able to knock one more out Mm-mm-mm. all right I'm gonna do a part two and I will try to do an oracle for the masculines if I don't do it in part two I will do it I will do it after I'm done watching the content creator. Um, because I want us to just kind of pull some of the masculine energy and, and engage with it. Like, I just want us to see like, how does that fit for us women? How practical can it be? And how can we kind of balance ourselves out a little bit? So I enjoyed TF out of this. I hope you did too. I hope you learned something. I'll catch you on the flip side.